Let me another episode for the books. I don't know why I'm talking too soon. I'm saying that too soon. Anyways, all right, y'all. <laughs> another episode for the win. I'm excited. Um, I want to say first of all, before we really get started, I want to say thanks for like all the the love and the support for. This podcast, I am extremely like flabbergasted, but in a good way, where I'm at a loss for words of like what God has been doing in our lives and, you know, my life and people's lives. Like God is real and God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. But this is the last episode for January and I can't believe like January is already done. You know, like people like people always like jokingly say like, oh, um, what like are you excited for you know the new year and i always say to people like i'm just glad to be here and i feel like that's still my posture like am i excited for february i'm like i'm just glad to be here i'm so glad that god still counts me worthy (laughs) boy to take another breath because i do not deserve it but he is faithful but with that being said january is wrapping up and i'm super excited for february's content like I, it's we're literally um, using the month of February to literally just focus on love, whether it's um, how to love other people, the love of God, how to be a good lover to God, um, and how to love yourself. So I'm really excited for that talk. Like this February is gonna it's gonna be good, and I'm a little bit biased because love is like my I love talking about love. You know, the love of the Father, the love of us, like how we love about ourselves. I don't know. I love talking about it. So stay tuned for February's content. And if you haven't shared this podcast already, like, what are you doing? Somebody please explain to me. Like, you know, like that's, come on, share love and send this podcast to people. But I'm not going to hold y'all up too much because y'all are probably like, get started, sis. Get started. But that's okay. It is your girl, Precious Adamola. And This is the Journey to Intimacy podcast. And as always, thank you so very much for coming on this journey with me. So let's get straight into it. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is extremely crucial for every Christian. And it is the topic called By the Grace of God. And we're going to be taking scripture from John 3.27. And we're going to read it in the Amplified Version today. Come on, diversity. So it says, John replied, A man can receive nothing. He can claim nothing at all unless it has been granted to him from heaven. For there is no other source than the sovereign will of God. And let's break that scripture apart a little bit because I feel like there's not really a conversation that we should have if we cannot look at scripture and point it back to it every time. Everything outside of scripture is our opinions, our feelings, and our thoughts. And we know that's not really valid enough. So let's break it down that scripture a little bit. Um, So in the scripture, it says that a man can claim nothing at all unless it's been granted to him from heaven. And like, what does that mean? That means like our accolades, our successes, our desires, our accomplishments. You can claim nothing and you can't even put your name on it if it's not permitted to by heaven. And I love this scripture, and I feel like I've mentioned this in almost every episode, but how in scripture it talks about it's not possible for a man to succeed without the help of heaven. And I love that scripture because it's a humbling scripture. 
It's a scripture that reminds me over and over again to take the pressure off myself. Like your success isn't going to come from what you do with your hands. Your success is going to come from your obedience to God, your reliance on God, and your understanding of who God is. That is where your success is tied into. And obviously that's not to say like skill is not important. Skill is very important because, you know, we read in scripture that the people who we know their names, they were skilled at what they did. Like King David was skilled at the harp. He was skilled in battle. He was skilled in what he did, you know, like Joshua and, you know, the the people of Israel, like they were skilled at what they did. So don't get me wrong. Like there is a place for skill, but if we're talking about by the grace of God and we're talking about heaven stamping it as something that is an accomplishment or something to even boast about, like it has to be given and permitted to you by God. And so for me, I feel like that understanding really, 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 really made me like (sighs) release a little bit because naturally I'm a person who's like, I'm very tough on myself. Like very, very tough on myself. I feel like excellence is the standard. I don't like to do stuff if I don't feel like I can do it excellently. I will literally take my hands off of something if I feel like it is mediocre because I hate mediocrity. Like I can't. So naturally people like me, we find ourselves being very self-sufficient or unintentionally relying on our ability and what we can do with our own hands. And If you're like me, who's like that, I'm sure you can relate. You've gotten yourself into a lot of situations and seasons of frustration because you've looked at everything that you've tried. You've done it by the book. You've put in extra hours of work, like team no sleep. Yes. And it's still not working out. And you're like, what is this? Like, I've tried. Like, I've done so many things and it's still not working out or I'm still not getting the result that I want to get. And I remember like, it has been such a crucial, crucial lesson for me is that when you feel like you're going around in circles or you feel like you're putting everything that you have into something and you're not seeing results, whether it's like I'm putting everything I have into this relationship and I'm just not seeing a fruitful result. And it doesn't have to be just romantic relationships. It can be like romance, like what? It can be relationships with family members. It can be relationships with friends. It can even be a relationship within yourself. Like I'm doing all that I have. I can, right, to try to make this thing work. And I'm just not seeing a result. And that is where the grace of God comes in. And that is where the understanding, right, of the grace of God comes in. So funny story. I remember a season where, um, not a season, it was literally last season, like last, like a few months ago, where I was, you know, in a time of like worship and prayer, you know, with God because, you know, you have to grow your relationship, okay? If it's not growing, baby, it's dying. But that's besides, <laughs> that is besides the point. Let's, let's get back into, you know, what we're talking about. But I remember, like, I was, you know, in a time of worship and prayer. And the Lord had been speaking to me about some things that, you know, he wanted me to do concerning my personal life. So, you know, kind of, because like I said, I think in one of the episodes, I was talking to my mom. Y'all haven't watched that episode yet. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're talking about how in love there's sacrifice. So I remember the Lord was just calling me to sacrifice something in my life. And I had just felt like I did all that I could. And I I was having a raw and real vulnerable moment in conversations with God. And I encourage y'all to do the same, like have raw conversations with the Father, you know. But I was having a raw conversation with God and I was telling him, I was like, you want me to do all these things. You want me to sacrifice this. You want me to let these things go. 
But I feel like every time I keep trying, it's not working. I'm like, so I don't really know what else to do. Like, and I was frustrated. I'm not going to lie to you. I wasn't frustrated at God, but I was frustrated. I was frustrated at the fact that I couldn't, I, I just couldn't get it. Like it wasn't working. What I was trying to do with my hands, see, wasn't working. And it's so funny because in our moments of like, God, this and this and this, and what is this? God comes right in his still small voice. And I feel like God has this flex where like he knows everything. So he's a little, he's more calm about, <laughs> he's more calm about everything. It's us that we don't know everything that we just be freaking out. Like, of course, if you know everything, you're going to be calm. But anyways, he came and he responded to me because God does respond and he is always speaking, but you do have to, even in the middle of your frustration, still your heart enough to hear what he's saying. So you can release, but also still your heart enough to hear what he's saying. So I was releasing, releasing, releasing to him. And I was like, God, I've tried everything. Like, I don't know what to do. And I do want to be obedient to you. And I do want to release, like, sacrificing is not the problem. The problem is the method of how I'm going to do it and how I'm going to see success in it. And he was, he, he whispered to me and he asked me, he was like, well, did you try to hand it over to me? Did you try to release it to me? And literally, it just smacked me in the face, that question. <laughs> you know, like, funny story. Sometimes God will ask you questions. Like, he'll drop, like, one-liners. And it makes you, like, at a loss for words. And that is literally what happened in this situation where I had so much to say. I had so much complaints. I had so much, like, I can't do it. And God came in and dropped the one-liner of, well, did you hand it over to me? Did you try me? And immediately I was reminded of the scripture that it says that you cannot do anything at all without the help of heaven. And I literally immediately was like, God, what was I thinking? You know, here I am trying to do a, make a sacrifice in your name without discussing it with you. And I really, I kid you not. And it, I felt like an immediate release in that moment of the situation. I, I was like, you know what? You're right. You called me to do it. You can handle it because you know best how to do it. And it's the understanding that anything you try to do without the help of heaven or without the grace of God or without consulting God, it will never work. Don't, and I'm not talking about it like working from the the outer. It may look like it's working temporarily, like on the outside, but it, it's only temporary. It doesn't work permanently. Cause like even in the situation, like I was doing like my own methods and it felt like for a few months it was working, but I would go back to the same cycle, right? And cycles, we're going to talk about that in another episode soon, hopefully if um, the Lord permits, about cycles and how to break cycles. But it says, um, I remember the Holy Spirit told me something about cycles and even like feeling like you're going through the same thing over and over again. He was like, prayer and anointing breaks the yoke, but intimacy keeps it like that. It keeps it, the yoke broken. And consulting with God about it keeps that yoke broken. And I remember that night, the Holy Spirit reminded me about the power of the grace of God, right? The power of understanding that outside of this, I am nothing. I can do nothing. And everything that I've ever accomplished in this life was given to me by the grace of God. It was permitted for me to accomplish it because of the grace of God. And for me, like, I, it's helped me, right, in not putting that much pressure on myself and not trying to be what I'm not, right? Um, there's a scripture, I love the scripture in, in the word of God, but it says that I am the Lord and I do not share my glory with any man. 
So I'm like, that means the way that our lives is designed is that we were never meant to take the glory. We were never meant to take the pressure and we were never meant to take the weight. Meaning you can do everything in your power to try to accomplish something. But because God doesn't share his glory with any man, if it is not permitted by the one true God that doesn't share his glory, you will keep going back in circles. You will not see a result until God wants there to be a result, right? Like, there is everything in the cre- creation, like get this, everything in creation is subject to the authority of God. I don't care what you can, you name it, whether it is the the trees, the plants, the people, the air we breathe, everything is subject to the authority of God. Like remember Job in scripture, right? Where the enemy wanted to come in and attack Job, but he couldn't even come and do anything he wanted with Job. He couldn't even lay a hand on Job, right? Without the permission of God. Right. And that understanding that everything in life is subject to the authority of God will immediately let you know that you too are subject to the authority of God. You cannot go out of bounds. You cannot do anything without the permission of heaven. So for me, that understanding makes me 110% reliant on the Father. Like, what am I trying to do? I feel like everything I try to do without the help of God and the grace of God is a waste of my time sincerely. Everything that I know, that's a good one. Everything that I know is by the grace of God. So um, I remember my dad told me something one time and it really stuck. He told me a few years ago, but it stuck to me. And I'm sure he don't even remember himself telling me this, but he told me something about understanding people and being patient with people. Right. And Ooh, thank you. That's a good revelation. So he said to me, right, because love is patient. Right. He said to me, when you're dealing with people, there are some things that you may have unlocked by the grace of God that they haven't been able to unlock. That's why you're to be patient with them. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I think of the love of the Father, right? If they say love is patient, God is patient with us, right? Sometimes, not all the time, but he's patient with us. Like He's always patient, but just get where I'm going. God is patient with us because there are times where there is an understanding he wants us to get, right? Because he knows, but we don't know. And I just, I just think it's so beautiful, right, that the father who knows everything is able to practice patience because he understands that we know nothing outside of the grace of God. We know nothing outside of what heaven allows us to know. So, of course, he can't get frustrated with us with what we don't know because what you don't know is what you don't know. And I feel like if you take that same practice and the understanding of the grace of God and you apply it in your everyday life, right, There are going to be people that you encounter that you feel like they're so far gone. But an amazing reminder is understanding that everything that you know has been permitted by heaven. Everything that they know has been permitted by heaven. So what they don't know and what you know is not because you're better than them. You're not better than another person because you know better or you know more. You just have the grace of God. So your prayer should not be one of judgment, but it should be, God, that grace that you've put in my life, I want you to put that grace, please, in that other person's life so they can understand. There is no use getting frustrated with somebody who doesn't know. And it also humbles you because it's like that knowledge that you know and that information or even that revelation that you know, it is not because you are the perfect person. Like, let's, oh my gosh, like, please. It is not because you are the theologian of the century and it's not because you are the most perfect Christian. It is because the grace of God that we cannot comprehend, the grace of God that we cannot add up, 
decided that in this very moment, they're going to drop this revelation to you. And it is nothing that you could have done with your hand. And it's nothing that you could have said. Like the grace of God, can we just talk about how the grace of God is not something that is comprehensible because we are talking about a God that is his understanding is far beyond this world. It says in scripture that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. So when we want to understand his grace, right? And we want to understand what he allows us to do. We can't understand it. So like you, I want, but I do want you to understand that you didn't do anything to get that grace. So having patience with people, right? Is it's, it's having patience with people, excuse me, stems back to the understanding that I am what I am only by the grace of God. So you would understand that what a person is and isn't is very much determined by the grace of God in their life, right? So I want to talk about a scripture. It's in 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7, and it's in the New King James Version. It says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. And when I read this scripture, right, it's it makes me at peace, like kind of what I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, because it's understanding that knowing God, right, is to understand that, yes, you can have this amazing idea. Yes, you can have this amazing talent. Yes, you can have this amazing skill. But it is only God that gives an increase. So every result that you see in your life and every increase that you see in your life is because God saw it fit to give it to you because he wanted to, not because you worked hard enough, not because, you know, you did everything that you could or you did everything by the books. But it's the fact that when God was kind of scanning around, he decided out of his infinite, you know, kindness and his loving mercy that he would give you increase. And when you understand that, you would understand that you don't have anything to boast in, but to boast in the Lord. You can't boast in your, in your, you know, your expertise. Neither can you really boast in your skill, but you boast in the Lord because it's the understanding, right? That it is, it is by Him that we live, right? It's by Him that we breathe and it's by Him that we have our very being. So when I wake up in the morning and I get another chance at life, the rightful thing for me to do is to say, thank you, Father. And it's the understanding of the grace of God will allow you to keep a heart of gratitude 24-7. And what gratitude does, I think I was talking to one of my friends about this, is that gratitude keeps you having a spirit of remembrance. And a spirit of remembrance is remembering that God is good and he's good all the time. And a spirit of remembrance, remembrance is you remembering that all that I have and all that I am is for the glory of God. And I love this song. Um, I think Stephanie Gretzinger sings it. And it's called All Is For Your Glory. And I just, that song literally moves my heart every time I hear it. But she was like, the point of our lives is that we would give him glory. And in that all things, he would have the first place. And in all things, he would have preeminence. And that when people look at our lives and they see all that we accomplish, it's not so that we can get this huge high five. It's not that we can, you know, be like, oh, good job. But it's literally so that in our lives, his glory can be reflected, right? And that makes me honestly be like, well, the point of my life is to give God glory. If that's the point of it, then it makes no sense for me to be doing anything outside of what God has called me to do.
You see what I'm saying? Like, because the point of our life is to give glory. And it also makes me understand that outside of what God has called me to do, I can't see any success. Because like I said in the beginning of this episode, all of the success we can ever receive is given to us by heaven. So if I'm not seeing success in an area of my life, I would have to ask God, like, is this where you want me? You see what I'm saying? So obedience is, is important because obedience triggers the grace of God and which triggers increase, right? So before I end this episode, it's like not a long episode because I feel like it's the finale, okay? But I want us to understand that um, when we are hard on ourselves or when we are tough on ourselves, sometimes it's because we forget that we don't have it. We can't do it. It's not, we're not capable of doing it. And a good way to, you know, an antidote to pressure and an antidote to pride is remembrance. The remembrance of how a man can receive nothing unless it's given to him by God. So I just want to pray for us really quick. So, yes. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the understanding of your grace. Thank you because you remind us day in and day out that we are nothing and we can receive nothing unless it's given to you, us by you. Oh, Father, thank you because we know that we are not to chase in success, but we're to chase you, Father God. By making you our focus, Father, it is inevitable that we would see success in something, Lord, because it is you that gives the increase, Lord. Also, I just say thank you because you're helping us treat other people and see other people better, Father God, because it's not because we we know everything, but it's by your grace, Lord. So I pray for that grace. I pray for an increase of that grace that you give, and I pray for an increase of that grace for every single person listening to this podcast, Father. Take all the glory, all the honor, and all the adoration that is rightfully due to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye for now.